0: Good afternoon, Dominica. Today is Thursday, first day of September in the year 2022, and uh, we're here with you on Talk on the Block. I'm Len Oxlinton sitting in for Matthias Peltier Jr. He is uh, taking care of some business overseas, and uh, we'll be back here at the end of next week. So you will hear from Matt in the week after next, and. Uh, God willing, I will be able to uh, hold on <laughs> for him and and spend some time with you. That's uh, the good hope. Good afternoon, Matt and family. Good afternoon to Mr. G and the Q95 family. Good afternoon to our wonderful brothers and sisters of Dominica at home and abroad. Always a pleasure to be with you and to spend time with you talking about the nation's business and uh, all that we have to do all that we must not do in the interest of building that wonderful Dominica for all the children of Dominica at home and abroad. One of the things that uh, we have to continue to work diligently at in Dominica, in the spheres of governance and the building the economies, how do we build that partnership with youth? Uh, how do we meaningfully involve the youth of this country in a partnership to build... Our country going forward, and uh, I, I have seen the need for more to be made available to young people in, in by way of pursuing their hopes and their dreams. A, a lot of Dominicans have benefited from tertiary and uh, higher education, secondary tertiary education, and uh, one of the missing pieces I find is how do we how do we integrate? How do we make it easy for the, the, Dominic, the young Dominicans with hopes and dreams of entrepreneurial pursuits with ideas about things they would like to build and develop um, as they, they look to expand their influence and grow their profitability, grow their wealth, and so on? Uh, what, what do we have for them? How do we facilitate that? Uh, and one of the things that, that we, have, we suggested in the debate of the budget of 2022, we put on the table the suggestion that Dominica needs a youth entrepreneurship investment, investment bank. And basically, you know, we see the need for something like that, and, and, and we, we have the money to do it, clearly from the sale of our passports. But it's something that, when, you, when, it, when it comes up, the people laugh. The, the members on the other side, they laugh at it. It's coming from the other side, so it's just something to be jeered at. And often, you know, there are suggestions that surface, recommendations. We, we want to see a better Dominica as well. We want to see better things happening for Dominica. And we do put forward ideas, but unless we get into government, the ideas that we have will not see the light of day. And nobody cares to or bothers to even discuss what we have placed on the table with us. It's all about them and what they think and what they want to do. I remember in uh, 2019, when we were going into the last election, we put forward this idea of a project for the Three Lakes. We call it the Three Lakes Project. Uh, That would be for, in the area of tourism, for the Burry Lake, the Freshwater Lake, and uh, the Boiling Lake, a Three Lakes Project. And the intention was to, to bring hundreds of jobs and thousands of tourists and millions of tourist dollars to the valley and the residential communities of Loda, Trafalgar, Wharton Wave and Falcani. The concept is designed to bring hundreds of new jobs to the citizens of the valley. It included the construction of an aerial tramway connecting all three lakes. The concept has had five phases, the first four of which would be constructed concurrently. And uh, you would have, for example, number one, the visitor reception terminal in in LODA. And that would essentially have been the the facility there would would function as a, a terminal I would include a number of amenities like restaurants and uh, dining capabilities, washrooms, rest area and a welcome center. There would also be a designated parking area for all vehicles. No vehicles will be permitted to travel to the freshwater lake. Then you had number two, the light rail shuttle that would uh, a light uh, open air electric rail system uh, that would be constructed the system would use the current road and will link the freshwater lake with the visitor reception and then you had number three the aerial tramway terminal at the fresh freshwater lake an aerial tramway terminal would be built at the Freshwater Lake. The terminal would be the home, the platform for the tramway system and uh, will be staffed by additional tour guides and maintenance staff. And from this terminal, visitors will be able to walk to the Freshwater Lake. We, in phase four, will be looking at the viewing and reception platform above the boiling Lake. Uh, a tramway terminal will be built above the lake and would include a view, viewing platform that allow visitors to look down at the boiling lake from above the the terminal would include a variety of amenities uh, the hike trail will be built from the platform to the valley of desolation and and in phase 5 would be looking at the aerial tramway to the Bweri Lake. The tramway terminal at the Freshwater Lake would be extended to facilitate the construction of a second aerial system to the Bweri Lake. And when completed, any citizen or visitor would be able to, for the first time, visit all three lakes within one day. Now, we we said that to support the project, funding would be made available to expand the roads leading up to Loda. Uh, when completed, hundreds of new jobs would be created. Tour guides, tramway operators, bus operators, staffing at the reception area. And uh, we would have a percentage of the fees collected going directly to the village councils in the valley and uh, When fully completed, the Three Lakes project would generate millions of dollars in new revenue every year from visitors to ashores and would also create hundreds of new jobs in the tourism industry. That was what we had thought out and what we presented. It's actually in our 2019 manifesto, uh, our Social contract with the people of Dominica, what would we would, would be one of the things that we'd be committing ourselves to do uh, for the benefit of the Commonwealth of Dominica and for the valley area more particularly again these these ideas we put on the table, nobody bothers to ask about them or to even engage with us about them or to even see whether whether they make sense, it didn't come from the government. It didn't come through the government system. So who cares about that? Now we hear about $148 million to be spent on the what is being called the the longest cable car system in, in the world. Something like that. I I heard some mention of that made in the budget. But from the way they spoke about it, (laughs) somebody, although they may pretend they may have pretended to ignore the Three Lakes project, uh, the idea for the the world's longest tram, longest cable car appeared uh, to have come from that. So there you go. All right, the number is here, 449-3095, 3096 449-3097, 616 and overseas it's 305-432-9624. Let me remind you as well that uh, on Saturday evening from 6.30 on West Flat in Marigot, the Constituency Association of the United Workers' Party in Marigot is hosting a Voice of the People public meeting. A voice of the people public meeting, community engagement of the people on matters of importance to the growth and development of Marigot, what's happening with the community and what's happening with the, com- with the community in the context of Dominica generally. Uh, wonderful conversation with the people uh, that we'll be, we'll be having on West Flat on Saturday evening from 6.30 and I'm sure that you will want to join us for that. 117. someone on the telephone. Good afternoon.
1: Mr. Linton, it's me again, my brother. Brilliant idea. But guess what? The world longest from, is the piggybacking of the yours idea. Because <laughs> these guys lack the vision. They lack when you bring forward mm-hmm. ideas. Because yeah. they, they can't see further past the words that you are speaking. They are not visionaries, and this is why I say they are not qualified and equipped to move the country into this present century that we are moving to the 21st and 22nd century. What you just stated is a first-class idea that would put Dominica on top in the region because you just stated an electrical uh, train car. uh, uh, a tram and it gives you access to three lakes in a day so you take a path and you see that nowhere else can you see that in the region you would have to go one step to two step three step but it's all done in a manner and you give them access to food and what other little uh, uh, recreation and that kind of stuff while they do their tours I like the idea I wish they had taken you up on the idea, but they decided to do the world longest car with no sort of uh, <laughs> process. My brother, I'm listening. This uh, is why I like to listen to you. Yeah, thank,
0: thank you. you. Thank you, bro. God bless you. Have a good evening. And uh, yeah, we're taking your phone calls. 449-3095, 3096 449-3097, 616-4257. Kendra, good afternoon. Uh, hope everything is everything everything is okay all right god bless you all the time all right she's out there listening i think <laughs> i think she's out there listening she's somewhere in the bronx uh, uh, matt <laughs> matt is somewhere in the bronx as well good afternoon matt hope everything is okay yep and uh, good afternoon to tyrone blessings anthony I hope you're doing well sir better and better good afternoon <laughs> Yes, at, the te- at the telephone. At the telephone. At the telephone.
2: Yes, good afternoon to you. So this idea you come up with is a sustainable idea to create employment for the people of Dominica where they can be self-independent. The government will not go that because the government don't want people to be self-independent. Because when they're self-independent, they cannot come him because he said come to me why go to god and bend on your knees and pray when you guarantee of coming to me and get whatever you come for so doing something like that it is a sustainable thing to create employment the government and then they don't want that they want the people of dominica to be beggars and if the people of dominica want to remain as beggars they will continue supporting this stupid government thank you very much
0: a very good afternoon to you. It's one twenty one uh, 3096-3097, Good afternoon.
3: Good afternoon, Honorable Linton.
0: Mr. Bob Marley, how are you doing, sir?
3: <laughs> I'm good. Our political leader.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. All is well?
3: I'm all right. I you hope are. everything good with you.
0: Yeah, everything blessed.
3: All right. Honorable Linton, what I want to talk about I don't know if you have an open, open, uh, open
0: yeah, discussion. Yeah, d- speak your mind, speak your mind.
3: Yeah, because what I want to do is continue with the, with the, um, the discussion on electoral reform because I heard uh, the last discussion you had with um, Jeff, and something struck me, Honorable Linton. Mm-hmm. I'm a Dominican, I'm a, and I'm also an American. <laughs> and i think in america if the system up here find out that you are voting in other jurisdiction i think that is illegal mm-hmm. now the problem i have is where, that where, where where do you live i live in, in the u.s in, in georgia
0: oh you're in, you're in georgia okay all right
3: mm-hmm. yes yeah, so if i vote in georgia mm-hmm. and the and the, the system or the government find out i vote in dominica there could be a penalty I could face. Oh, yes? Yeah, I, I, according to the... Um, I might be wrong, but the, as far as my understanding, that is what I, 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 I know, okay. because there are guys that get in trouble for voting in the U.S. and in the Virgin Islands, although the Virgin well, Islands is a U.S. territory.
0: I know that if you are a resident of the Virgin Islands... If you live on the Virgin Islands, you vote on the Virgin Islands, you don't yes. you don't qualify to vote in the US presidential elections.
3: Exactly. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 a little more a little more than that to me, because for example, if the law in Dominica stated that you could once you register, because I still register in, in Dominica mm-hmm. and I come home before the five years, let's say for Koyol Festival or Carnival and I stayed a week or two weeks. That gives me a right to vote. I think I have a problem with that because there is also a law pertaining to the um, residential uh, requirement. Because even if I live in uh, um, America, I'm not resident in Dominica. And for me to vote in Dominica, I got to stay at least three months in the, 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 the polling district I wish to vote. So I don't see how some guys argue in making the, 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 the argument that you could, you could, once you have, once you registered in Dominica, you could go out for five years and some of them plenty more than five and then still have the right to vote in Dominica when you are not a resident of Dominica. To me that, that is unfair and to me it's just not right. Because you also have to stay in Dominic for at least three months or six months, something like that, in the, 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 the polling district you wish to vote. So I, I, I think it should be that once you're not a resident, you, should, you shouldn't be able to take part in the election. You could contribute some other ways, but the people are not feeling the, the brunt of the pressure. who who's supposed to make the decision as to... Which government they they, they wishes to govern them, and I I, I don't see I don't see how I could I could live in American come down every once or twice or even three times a year and not residing in Dominica. I have the right to vote and then leave these people under the struggle under the pressure. That's not right honorable. So that's the observation I just wanted to make.
0: Thank you. I want to thank you for joining us with that this afternoon. We are. here with you on Q905. It's Talk on the Block. Today is uh, the very first day of September in the year 2022. And uh, it's a joy to be with you this afternoon. All right. So, later tonight, later tonight, you will have the, uh, from 6.30 on q 95 the sports rap program. That's the elite panel of sports commentators in Dominica: Mr. Ozzy Lewis, Mr. Lockett Sebastian. I noticed that uh, Mr. Ronald Lander has joined the team, was there during the absence of Mr. Sebastian for a couple of weeks and it and and seems like he's a regular part of the panel now. And of course, uh, the past couple of weeks you've been hearing uh, that Thompson, Thompson Fontaine has been joining in with the group. So. Look out for Sports rap tonight. It's happening at, at, at 6.30 right here on the big station. this week that the president of the Commonwealth of Dominica, His Excellency Charles Sovereign, will be uh, leaving the state of Dominica on uh, Sunday the 18th of September. He will be gone on official business and uh, will return to the state on the 27th of September 2022. So he'll be unofficial business in New York from uh, Sunday, the 18th of September, 2022, uh, returning on Tuesday, the 27th of September, 2022. And uh, he proposes that Mr. Desmond Blanchard will act for him. He'll act as president during the absence of Charles Sovereign from the state later this month that's the 18th to the 27th i thought uh that was something that you know item of news if you if you will the you know, news president is leaving the state on official business sunday the 18th to tuesday the 27th and in his absence appears that uh Mr. Desmond Blanchard, former commissioner of police, will be the acting president of the Commonwealth of Dominica. 6.30 on Saturday evening, Maragot comes alive with the voice of the people. Public meeting on West Flat and uh, invitation is extended to the people of Maragot, surrounding communities and all around Dominica to join us for that very special Event. One twenty nine, good afternoon. Hello, good afternoon. Hello? Yes, good afternoon. Hello, my How are you?
3: I'm good. Tell don't come back. Stay
0: up there. <laughs> the President he has role, he has a role to fulfil down here. He has uh you know the executive authority of Dominica is vested in the president and he is the president. One thirty, good afternoon. Yes. Good afternoon to you, Mr. Linton. Can you hear me? Please? I'm hearing. I'm hearing you well. Yes, thanks,
2: Mr. Linton. Not to say I like to go back and, and, and talk on on rubbish people talk, but this morning I hear a caller call and ask you what's the alternative or something like that, right? This morning, and then you hang up on him, Mr. Linton. If there is one thing I want, yeah. Thing, so I'm why? So so you go. So you,
0: so you're going back. You're going back to that for what purpose. The the caller was not, raising. You know, I. You see. Matt Matt Peltier is the regular host for this show, and uh, I, you know, right. I've, I've agreed to hold on for him until he returns to the state. And I just uh, find that I am not going to waste my time to engage in people who specialize in idiocy. i Am not going to do it?
2: Yeah. I, 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 I've, I, I've heard. I've heard this gentleman
0: again and again, and you know. He, runs his, he has his own talk show on another radio. You would think that that would be enough for him. But it seems that he spends all his time listening to this radio station and trying to get onto the station to make points. The same points you want to raise here, you have your own talk show, go and raise them because all you do if your talk show is that you bash other people and you, you talk dumb other people and you have all kinds of things to say about. So just keep doing that. Be happy. That's what you want to do. That's fine. But yeah. don't don't... Don't interrupt the flow of this program with your indulgence in idiocy. I will not tolerate it.
2: Well, let me tell you that, Mr. Linton, if there is one thing I want the United Workers Party to do as part of the alternative is to people that get themselves in embezzlement, Mr. Linton, they need to be punished to the fullest extent because we have the same gentlemen that got away with embezzlement. Take care of Mr. Linton.
0: Take care of yourself and have a very good afternoon. This is... Talk on the block. Call us today have had the issue of electoral reform on their minds and it's a good thing to have on our minds because it's a very important thing for us in, in Dominica. Uh, we had the promise in, after the 2019 election, the third straight election that was conducted without reforms that were promised in 2008 by the Constitutional authority for the conduct of free and fair elections in Dominica, the Electoral Commission, and the Constitutional authority required to function independently of any party or organization or individual in the discharge of its functions. And three elections went by, with uh, the 19th elections of the 19th, where we had no reforms in the basic ones, that we've been asking for issue of id cards for voting and a cleaning of the voters register that was not done that was promised in 2008 we've come to 2022 which is 14 years and three elections without these basic reforms everywhere else in the caribbean it's a norm Dominica is the last of the OECS territories and the CARICOM territories to be voting without ID ID cards and, and almost clueless about how the list of electors is cleaned. In addition to that, there are a number of other taints to the election, as the CCJ has has pointed us to, that need to be removed before we go into the next election, which means that we must we must implement the reforms that have been recommended by election observer missions and election experts and local interest groups that have that have looked at this, lawyers and citizens of Dominica that have got their put their heads together and presented proposals as to how the reform should look. Now the nation is waiting on Sir Dennis Byron, who the government gave a $450,000 assignment to come up with recommendations for reform, to look at all of the recommendations we have had over the years and to consult with people far and wide and to come up with recommendations. We understand that those recommendations are being reduced to, to amendments to the existing election laws so that they would take effect there. The the, the recommendations will take effect in the amendments to, in the revised election laws. So we're talking here about the House of Assembly Elections Act and the registration of Electors Act. All of the recommendations for registration of voters, for voting of ID cards, for cleaning the voters list, All of the recommendations for access to media, recommendations for campaign finance reform, recommendations for enforcing the laws or tightening the laws insofar as bribery, treating, and other election offenses are concerned, those recommendations will be contained in revisions to the existing election laws. And that is what we're hoping to see or to hear when Mr. Byron reports because you will recall subsequent to the four hundred thousand four hundred and fifty thousand dollar assignment, we heard I think it was earlier this year, that an additional amount of somewhere in the region of two hundred thousand EC dollars had been approved to pay a legal drafts person for the purpose of drafting the amendment the amended the amendments to the House of Assembly Elections Act and the Registration of Electors Act. We wait. While we've been waiting, we heard, the, we heard the Caribbean Court of Justice, what it had to say in that ruling that it handed down on the 5th of July. We've been trying to get who we think can have an influence on this to do something about it using the executive authority of Dominica uh, to no avail so far. But we keep moving on. And elections are about putting representatives of the people in the parliament in what we style a parliamentary democracy. So the the elected representatives of the people Go to sit in the Parliament, and in the Parliament to take care of the nation's business in the parliament <laughs> where you where you go to to speak about the business of the people and to represent and to exercise the discipline of oversight uh, on public finances for which the cabinet is the executive, the cabinet of ministers is responsible for, uh, we in the Parliament have a duty to ensure that funds approved for the affairs of the state are well spent and then there's the economy in spending those funds and that we, we are enacting laws that really address the interests of the people and, and their development as we move forward. And of course uh, we make representation as well on, on things that matter to our communities across Dominica and things that need to be done and uh, aspects of governance that just need to keep heading in the right direction. We, we, we have a duty in the parliament, in a parliamentary democracy, to do all that. But it's not easy. It's not easy. Because for one thing, for us in the minority that have our specific responsibilities in terms of holding government to account, for example, the, the, the Speaker of the House, at least from since the time, I've been there starting with Alex Boyd Knighton transitioning to Joseph Isaac in 2020, it has been a hot mess. You, you, you simply are not allowed to speak freely uh, in the parliament where you are elected by the people to do their business. Notwithstanding the fact that in order to allow you to do that business on behalf of the people, as it is done, on behalf of people in all the properly functioning parliaments around the world, there's something called the freedom of speech immunity, which we just don't have. And it's not like the current speaker does not know that we do not have the free speech immunity guaranteed for us in the parliament by the speaker, the one individual who is, is required to protect those rights, to ensure that they're not trampled by the majority in parliament. It's the Speaker's role to protect, especially the minority, and this is, this is an individual in the Speaker's chair who knows exactly what the issue is because of his experience serving in the minority between, from 2015 until 2018. And yet, he moves into the role of speaker and becomes even more brutal in the denial of rights to free speech in the parliament. He becomes even more brutal in disrupting the the contributions of members of the minority in the parliament. He becomes even more brutal in managing questions and shielding ministers from answering questions in the parliament which they are required to do (laughs) and you ask yourself when will it end and how will it end because in in reality in reality it's just not working. It's not It's not working for the people of Dominica. It's not working as it is supposed to work in terms of Parliament's responsibility for the nation's business in a parliamentary democracy. And this afternoon, just so you're clear on what we're dealing with, we will hear this current speaker then And we'll hear him now reflect carefully on the problem that we face in this country. Mr Speaker, thank you proceeds of crime assets gained by criminals okay we we're not going to start there we're going to start here instead we're going to start with this one instead
4: speaker, i'm saying that so that we can search our soul because there are some key qualities of great political leaders first one is honesty when you are discussing and you're debating. The other one is about genuine compassion, integrity, and instilling confidence in the nation. And in regards to genuine compassion, you must always put yourself in another person's shoes. That I'm saying, search your conscience. That's not for debate. Just search your conscience.
0: Search your conscience. It's not for debate. Just search your conscience.
4: In regards... To integrity. Just one minute, please. We must. One moment, please. <laughs> Madam Speaker, I'm um, I'm I'm telling you <laughs> that you're discussing the budget, you di- but not about people's character. Noted, Madam Speaker. In regards to flexibility, a political leader. When I no, no, propose... no, no,
1: no, 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 no. Um, please get on with the budget, please. Okay.
3: We were not talking up yesterday, Madam Speaker. We were not talking.
0: Listen carefully to what the speaker permits, sir. Huh?
3: Because, Madam Speaker, he blames me for having declared away his business with the bakery in Portsmouth, Madam Speaker. And I, but yesterday, I did to declare to make public, Madam Speaker, that he was running a simple bakery in Portsmouth, and that bakery, Madam Speaker, it collapsed to a point, Madam Speaker, where the landlord couldn't get paid. So he disconnect, he mash up the decree and put all the parts on the sidewalk.
0: Note well that that indulgence in personality is strictly forbidden by the Standing Order 44.
3: My the on Primary School and the little children from behind the non-school that have to take a white piece of plastic and cover it from the rain, Let
4: Let <laughs> No, no, let no, the member stand. stand? He stands, I, I will answer the, him. Honorable, scary I tell him, shut him. up. No, me, You, 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 the Prime Minister, yes. and um, Madam Speaker, I stand on a point of order. Yes, let me hear your Madam point speaker, of order. Madam Speaker, I want to know in this Honourable House, mm-hmm. if it is right mm-hmm. for the members on the other side mm-hmm. to be trying to assassinate people's character and professionalism. Remember when I mentioned yesterday, day before yesterday night, when I spoke about honesty. First of all, when I said I was trying to delay a foundation that in any budget that people need to be honest, have integrity, be flexible. I mentioned that. The Minister of Water Resource Management, Yep. well, you know petro Money Business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that? You understand? But this dishonest minister is talking oh, on Oh, no, truth. when you see,
1: this is what you're doing. You're calling people. Listen, listen, let me.
4: No. no. Just, just, just a minute, please. Just one. Oh, is that what you came for?
1: Please take your seat.
0: But but um, it's fighting for his right to speak.
4: Just one minute.
0: And deal with the untruths and the character assassination, and he wants the prime minister to leave a legacy. He's worried that the Prime Minister's legacy will not be such a good one if he doesn't get his colleagues and himself in the parliament to change course.
4: Yes.
0: Worried about the Prime Minister leaving a legacy of dishonesty
4: the scholarship, mm-hmm. I see the sponsorship, I see the dealership, I see the ownership, I find the membership, some underhand relationships all around the partnership,
1: but I can find the leadership, I see the dictatorship, but I can find the leadership.
0: I see I see the misleadership, I see the misleadership, but I can't find the leadership. Mr. Speaker, thank you. Proceeds of crime. Assets gained by criminals in the course of criminal activity assets gained by criminals in the course of criminal activity, which they invariably seek to wash in the guise of legal activity. Mr. Speaker, this particular amendment, the two amendments that we're dealing with here this afternoon, to the money laundering legislation and the proceeds of crime legislation are particularly important to Dominica, especially under this Labour Party government. There was a a decision in the court of Iran late last year where a gentleman by the name of Ali Reza Monfared was convicted for embezzlement of billions of dollars from the state of Iran. He was jailed for 20 years. And he was ordered to repay the state of Iran 1.3 billion US dollars. In the normal course of things, that has nothing to do with us, you know, except that Ali Reza Monfared was the holder of a Dominica diplomatic passport, the citizen of the Commonwealth of Dominica, who, from the evidence that is known to the world right now, used that Dominica citizenship and Dominica diplomatic status in uh, his money laundering scheme.
4: No, um, the Member Honourable Knox Linton, please withdraw that. You'll be putting You'll be put in the state in dispute internationally. Where
0: was what, Hall, what,
4: whatever the through. man action is? You can.
0: Be, you heard that you'll be putting the state in disrepute internationally by stating a fact and truth about an individual jailed for embezzlement, for corruption on earth by the state of Iran.
4: Put the state involved. You would have any Dominican, could it be involved in a problem or a crime? So you cannot come to this honorable house and impute improper motive as if the government will be part and parcel of that. Mr. Speaker, so I would ask you to
0: withdraw it. No, Mr. Speaker, I'm not withdrawing a statement of fact. you said. is the holder of a Dominica citizenship, which he obtained on the Dominica citizenship by investment program. And he was at the material time also the holder of a Dominica diplomatic passport. What you said, I
4: will not hold on, hold on, you said he used it. Yes, he did. No, 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 no. No, no, no. that's why I'm asking you. The debate was very nice earlier today. My brother, enjoy yourself. Nice.
0: Enjoy
4: yourself. Comment made by the Honourable Lennox Linton, strike it off from the record on two grounds. One, it's unparliamentary. And number two, he's not here to defend himself. So strike it off. That's the comment made by the Honourable Lennox Linton in regards to the particular name he called. I'm not even going to
0: repeat it. <laughs> He's even afraid to call the name. <laughs> He's not even going to repeat the name. You can't call it the Speaker of the House. can't call the name of the man. Uh, a man convicted and serving a 20-year jail sentence for embezzlement from the state of Iran. The Speaker is uh, fearful, uh, unable to call the name of the gentleman in the Parliament of Dominica, notwithstanding the fact that he is a Dominican citizen and had risen to the high rank of holding a diplomatic passport of the Commonwealth of Dominica.
4: In this Honourable House, so strike it off on the record on two grounds. One, it's unparliamentary. And number two, he's not here to defend himself. So strike it off. That's the comment made by the Honorable Lennox Linton in regards to the particular name he called. I'm not even going to repeat it in this Honorable House. So strike it off and wipe it off clean.
0: Strike it off and wipe it off clean. The name, Ali Reza jailed in iran for 20 years the name cannot be called in the parliament of dominica but members of the parliament in dominica in the in the full view of the speaker can be called all sorts of names and can be lied about can be denigrated and demonized by the government side but jail the convicts in other parts of the world enjoy protection from the very same speaker who participates in the demonization and the denigration of members of the minority in the parliament so that he can satisfy his responsibilities to the government side it's a hot mess now i hear they want to prevent us from talking even outside the parliament so they, they are talking about invoking certain parliamentary committees that can take action or they believe will take action using the majority in the parliament of course against a uh, person like myself who dare to talk the truth to the power the 155. 155, a few more phone calls. Good afternoon.
2: Yeah, no, quickly. Lennox, that's what we need to do, you know. We need to play Joseph Isaac, you know. So that's why I'm leaving the balance of my time, for you to replay really Joseph for me, and then Reggie the Rottweiler. And Lennox, if you can get Ian, the acting prime minister, the clip that Matt normally plays of him, where he's calling characters cook and a backstabber and a man that likes to talk. Just describing scary, wretchedness, that would really help us to understand where we are in Dominica with this band of criminals, what you have to run the tapes, my brother, the archives. Let, let's right. hear the right. Yes, my brother. Thank you, right. my
0: brother. God bless. More phone calls. Good afternoon.
3: Yeah, Mister Linton, it's me again. Linton, let me show you how sick, how sick this scared family party is. I remember there was a debate in Parliament, and.
0: You need to sharpen up this particular presentation because you're almost out of time, okay?
3: Okay, cool. All right. The, a member from the opposition asked, I think it's the foreign minister then, what is the, what is the name of our ambassador? And you, you remember what she said? She, <laughs> she is not entitled to, to tell Dominicans. The ambassadors, because of, the, uh, because of security, security reasons, honorable. <laughs> yeah, 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 so yeah. These, people, they, these people are sick, honorable Linton. You understand? The game they are playing is they, they don't want to be in the light, they want to stay in the darkness so they could continue holding power and, and plunder in the resources of Dominica. And you have Isaac Baptist, um, Joseph, or whatever his name is, Judah. You have him join the cabal now. So I expect nothing better from Isa. Thank you.
0: Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. And uh, that's all the time we have uh, this afternoon. We do thank you very much for joining us. We'll come back tomorrow afternoon to close off the week. And of course, we start a brand new week on uh, Monday next week. That will, I'm hoping, uh, probably be my last week with you. Matt Peltier is due back in Dominica on saturday of next week so god willing i will be i'll be here uh until he gets back uh keeping the company and trying to keep it interesting thank you dominica god bless you love you all the time have a wonderful wonderful evening